Mandy. Katie. I feel like we are coming in hot on two wheels today. <laughs> Do you feel the same way? Listen, I've been running on two wheels for about, I don't know, a month, six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to find your friends, my people, my people, my friends. Welcome. We, um, I feel like I'm finally like back from the crazy and I have my schedule back a little bit. Um, I went and got my hair done today. Looks real nice. I didn't go work out or anything, but I feel like that's a trade-off. Yeah. She did a good job. It's blonde again, not gray. So I feel like that's a good thing. Um, Mandy, we have had so much going on. Our list is long today. So get us started with all the things. I can't wait to hear your take. I'm, I have taken to calling the Diamondbacks the Rattlebacks because... Snakes alive, baby. Snakes, Snakes alive, alive, baby. I can't wait to hear all of your things. So talk to me about the baseball. Okay. So as of last night, the uh villains, as my friend Casey son Liam yep. has took to calling them. Um, shout out to Liam, the next biggest Braves fan to me. Like Liam, Liam I love you. Pretty, pretty neck and neck there. Um, the, the villainous Phillies were defeated by the snakes. Nothing is so sweet. Listen, listen. And y'all, it's so funny. I listened to a podcast called talking baseball. Uh-huh. Um, is that the one? Yeah. Talking baseball. It's on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays mm. most of the time. And one of the hosts, uh, and those guys are all, well, two of the guys are Yankees fans. One mm. of them is a retired uh baseball player um and he mostly played for the twins so he's a twins fans but one of the co-hosts now that they've become a big podcast they're you know aren't they're still yankees fans but they also like yeah. all have picked sort of a another team and jake picked the diamondbacks like i don't know two years ago or something when they stunk and well, it was just sort of like this running joke of yeah. Jake Snakes. And then lo and behold, if Jake Snakes are not in the World Series. Jake and Snakes made it. So excited about it. So excited about I it. I love it. And they will be playing the Texas Rangers. Um, who also, that you know, here's the thing about baseball is you have some, own, you, know, you have different kinds of owners. You have old fam, you know, families who have owned for a long time. You right. have like the Braves are owned by corporate conglomerate, you know, you know, they're like fortune 500, whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. um, and so you have different spending levels. Mm, yes. You have, you know, people willing to spend a lot of money. People yep. not willing to spend any money at all. And the Rangers are a team that went out this past off season and threw down some cash. Well, they got all that oil money out there right. in texas right and so they actually spent it in the off season and they went right. and got jacob de grom and then jacob de grom got hurt he's when jacob de grom is good he's the best pitcher in baseball really oh if he didn't have to end up getting tommy john um they went and got Dang elbows yeah so then at the trade deadline they picked up max scherzer from the mets um and then lo and behold if max didn't get hurt about the time he got there also a starting pitcher so they've had to like cobble yeah. this together a little bit um but they have done it they're the i think i mentioned last week they had hired bruce bochi as their manager and he mm -hmm. is like the old you know old school he's won he's won three world series uh with the giants 
Um, and so, you know, he came in with the old school sort of management style. Um, Corey Seager, who used to kick the Braves butts with the Dodgers, um, is sort of their big star. If if Shohei Otani did not exist, mm-hmm. Corey Seager would probably win the AL MVP. For really? This year. Like, he's been really, really good. He's that good. Um, Adolis Garcia was the star of the championship series. He's a kid who migrated from Cuba via Japan. Like he had to really work wow. to get here. Yeah. Uh, just a great story. It's a kid named Evan Carter who came on. Like, I think he was in, I think the big deal for him last year was that he made it to double A and now he's in the world series. Now he's in the it's world freaking series. Crazy. The, I, love the it. The, I will say. I am a little sad because word on the street is that Dusty Baker, who's the manager of the Astros, who lost to the Rangers, word on the street is Dusty's going to retire. That this uh, was Dusty's last season. And Dusty's just a But great he wasn't caught up in all that Astros mess, was he? They, they brought Dusty in after that. Like, he's who they went and got to come in and to correct it out of that and he did win the World Series last year. It was his first World Series win ever. So he's got uh, that. So we, but we loved it. Like Dusty was the guy standing on deck when Hank Aaron hit his uh, yeah. team. I'm right. Okay. Like we love Dusty. Got a little heart for Dusty. Yeah, we love Dusty. Um, so I do hate that if this was his last season, that that's how he went out. But that's okay because he is the Astros manager, and you know, go Rangers, snakes alive. Let's roll. So in the Diamondbacks, you got Corbin Carroll, who's going to win the Rookie of the Year. And Corbin is like as big as a minute. He's a little fella. Um, and he plays in the outfield. They move him around to different spots. And he's got a really bad mustache beard situation going on. Probably because he's 12 and he's not old enough to really grow one. Right. But he is speedy. He is, he gets on those bases and he will Let me steal look. it. In a yeah. Hot Did he steal a bunch last night? He did. Yes. Okay. He, I know which one that is. Yeah. He had not been playing well. And he then all is of a sudden, very night, speedy. he went three for three. He stole a base. He had a sacrifice fly. Like he yep. was on it last night. Um, so you gotta love Corbin Carroll. At one point, I can't remember if it was early in the season or if it was at spring training, his parents dropped him off to practice. You love to see it. Um and and contrast Was it like that, the first day of school did he have his little lunchbox with him right, doo, doo, right. Doo. contrast that with evan longoria who i think is 37 years old still playing baseball Bless he it. was last in the world series with the rays like 13 years ago or something say that had to be a long time ago but now he's back so listen lots of fun stories in the world series so and the Phillies nor the Astros are in it. So listen. What more could you ask for? I was right. so glad. First of all, I, you know, was kind of out of touch because we didn't have Wi-Fi down on the coast. So I wasn't really sure, but I came back and I saw that the, um, as I like to call them, the rattlebacks were um, keeping up and were, you know, beating the Phillies. And I thought, well surely they won't i mean there's no way the phillies are that good and they're going to end up in philly right but they persevered listen i was here for it so that i keep saying snakes alive because they lost the first game in arizona they lost two games in philly and then they lost the first game in arizona and 
there was a guy in the stands at the second game in Arizona, and it was just an eight by eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. It looked like Cambria font, <laughs> and it just said "Snakes Alive," and that was his sign. Cambria and the next font. night, like they you know they showed him. It was on yeah, his yeah, account. yeah. Well, the next night, everybody in the stadium had uh, that sign in their seat when they got there. Well, let's let's adopt it for the world series ma'am snakes alive snakes alive yeah yeah so so i'm excited that's right and i so i like when philly i I watched the rangers the first rangers astro game and that like i that didn't hurt my heart i was fine to watch it i I turned on the first phillies snakes alive game and i couldn't do it like once they started hitting dingers in philly i was like i i cannot watch it i cannot so I turned it off. Yeah. So I haven't been able, I didn't watch again until last night. And I said, That's okay, good. I can tune in now to watch him get beat. I know. I loved it. I loved it. I was so glad to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in other sporting news, I did watch a college football game this weekend. My friend Allison was here and she wanted to watch, um, football. So we did. I'm here for it. We watched the Alabama. Mm. They play? I forgot. Tennessee yes they're low down what is it they're low down they're snitches they're something there's a famous interview and if you ever it's so cute it's this alabama fan talking about tennessee and why they hate them and it's because the color orange is like a pumpkin and they're low down and they're snitches i hate (laughs) philip fulmer he's a snitch i'll find it it's so funny but they put that on hats now and everything for the tennessee game well so allison was rooting for tennessee and i almost had to kick her out of my house yeah that's gross that's not allowed no neyland stadium is the most uncomfortable place i've ever watched a football game in my life well i was just listening to last week's big boo podcast and you know melanie was at the aggies tennessee game the week before and she was talking about apparently there's like a tunnel it sounded like basically a tunnel to get to the seats anyway it didn't oh, maybe sound cool. yeah i can't imagine yeah being... I, it's been oh it's been 15 18 years since i've been in eland stadium but what she did say on there and what is so true is that the seats are about as wide as one of my thighs <laughs> And I rubbed up against and had knees. I got to lean back on their knees, so they were very <laughs> kind about it. These boy, I was surrounded by boys. And some were not ones that I wanted to be surrounded by. <laughs> but they were all very nice. But, like, we got to know each other real well. Yeah. It, it was, was not I mean, you know. If you want to fit a hundred thousand people in there, I, I guess know, you gotta right? squeeze them in. I did get to see Kenny Rogers at halftime though. So that oh, was listen. I mean, that was nice. That was he was like about that. that big on the field, but right. We were hey, there. Gotta love some Kenny Rogers. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um but yeah, so we watched that and, th- and she was slipping back and forth between the Auburn oh. and FSU game. Mm. So yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Sorry mm. about it. I mean, look, we love everybody still, so there's that. Listen, I yeah. feel you. I feel you. It's um, And then on Sunday, I watched some NFL football, which I have not done in a minute. Right? But I had had my ears filled with Travis yep. and Jason Kelsey yep. for basically all my waking hours. Yep. 
Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. So I got real interested in the Chiefs and the Eagles. It's all about the story. They suck you in with the right? story and I'm sucked right? in. So, and really true. And the Kelsey documentary, you know, if you watch that and seeing that, you know, Jason lost the Super Bowl um, and then decided to come back. And so now he's back. And so I, I kind of was like, well, let me see how they're doing. I don't even know how they're doing. Yeah. But you know, like, listen to it all. You know, he came back because he thinks he can win it because yeah. they've got Jalen Hurts and he, you know, he thinks they can do it again. Is why he wouldn't have come back if it, they were, you know. And he now, um, you probably saw it. He now has the most starts of any Eagles player. Yeah. He kept, he, you know, I started at the beginning and I've been working my yeah. way to present time. And it, they kept talking about last year, you know, he was gaining on that. And he was like, quit talking yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because I think the guy who he just beat maybe the day he broke the record, uh-huh. he got hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. And never played another down of football again. You don't so want to. Jason's jinx like, talking. stop talking about it. You know yeah. how we feel about jinxes on this Listen, podcast. A little superstitious, just so, slightly. Yeah. Um, but just in case anybody was wondering, Taylor was at the game. I don't know. They yep. may have mentioned uh, it once, or twice. Look, here's what I was so upset about was that Mahomes boy behind her. Uh- <laughs> Like who let him in? You and the rest of the internet. Oh my, he's terrible. He's a so horrible Patrick, human being. Patrick Mahomes' brother, God. who has been in some legal trouble for not being a very nice person, was directly behind Tay Tay in the suite yep. at the game. Um, I'm surprised and, security let him through. Well, and then the so nobody could cover Travis Kelsey. Like that man, he's, he's so called, good. I mean, it's like, what are y'all doing? And they double teamed him in the second half. Um, so he didn't have quite the same second half. But I'm really looking forward. I really hope we get a Kelsey Bowl redo. Uh well, so for many reasons. First of all, because um Kylie Kelsey, my favorite Kelsey, is not gonna be pregnant and she can really enjoy it. Which by the way, I mean, could you imagine guy- them in the suite together? Oh my. Oh, so there was a guy that played for the Chiefs. He, he's the guy in the pic, the picture that's circulating of Taylor kissing yes. Travis on the cheek. Yes. The guy that's in that picture with them yeah. was with the Chiefs last year. He got traded to the Jets in the offseason and then is now back with the Chiefs. Um, but his wife, he was with the Chiefs last season. His wife did give birth during the Super Bowl, but he was hurt, so he wasn't playing. But oh, I was like, when I first saw that, they're like watching, like give. I yeah. was like, wait a minute, she oh, really did it. Nobody's yeah. talking about it. I love it. But he went. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, so the dream suite would be Mama Kelsey, Taylor, and those little girls, <laughs> Bennett, Wyatt, and Elliot. Could you and Kylie? Could you imagine the cuteness that would come out of that? No. And I, I said the other sort of thought i had about the whole taylor travis thing is watching taylor and Brittany do their handshake i know i was really just sort of like can we take it down just a notch just a notch just a notch because she's not my favorite human either um Brittany. yeah Yeah. i mean patrick loves her obviously so she can't be that bad because i love him but oh that brother's got to go 
but I just yeah but just take it down yeah. one notch yeah but I often think the same thing about Travis I'm yeah I, right like, Travis, can we choices yeah like, can we just mm-hmm. take it down just mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. they're they appear to have yeah. you know that when they're on they're on yeah so I thought well you know yeah we understand I mean, each hey, other match love match um I also did you see the clip I'm sure you did if you watched the game the clip of her when he almost got hurt when he got like crushed and she freaked out I was like girl you better get used to that he's right. gonna get tackled <laughs> yeah well he dropped the ball is what it was yeah and he dropped the ball and then went banged yeah. on the on yeah. the grass and she was like oh oh, oh. yeah oh. <laughs> so, anyway I love it so yeah so that was sort of that um my other thing I've had thoughts about this week, or you know, Brittany, Ooh. our previous subject talking about conservatorships. You know, Brittany has written a memoir. She has indeed. And apparently, it was it came out yesterday. Yep. Do you, you know who is narrating Brett Brett's book? No, Michelle Williams, like of like Dawson's Creek and Fosse. And she's won an Oscar for something else. And she's reading the book. Back Mountain, Michelle. Hey, friends? I don't know. She's been writing the book. Isn't that interesting? It and apparently is. people who were listening to the audiobook yesterday were like talking about how strange it is to hear some of this stuff that in Michelle Williams' voice. Wanted to do that herself, right? it's a very wow. distinct accent that she has i think it would be more listen i um, think kudos to Brittany yeah. for having sense to hire michelle williams to read your book i um as much as i've watched her on the clock app and other places i'm not sure it was her decision i'm sure someone insisted <laughs> I, think, I think she's playing y'all i think she's she playing think- all those like showing off her tattoos and i'm showing her bits and bobs mm-hmm. you think is playing us mm-hmm. okay i think they're i think okay. that brit brit this is really savvy business <laughs> well she's definitely making some money i think you know obviously this is her side of a of a, of a story but i think if what i've heard is true about some people that I used to like very much and hopefully can continue to like this coming out of the book. It explains a lot about her, um, her problems and issues. And I feel, um, I I'm much more endeared to her than I was before. Yeah. I still want to put a, a some clothes on her. Well, yeah. You know, cause showing your bits and bobs is not exactly what I want to watch her do, but whatever yeah yeah so there we are so what's been been going on with you ma'am well i finally got around to reset my table because i went you know we talked about when i was in making i went to creators my favorite store and i love there's a company that has these paper um placemats and i just it's just me and they can sit out forever because i don't normally i don't use them like as placemats so i buy them like I've got one set for Easter that I've had for three years so far. So, and I'm still not out. Um, so I put out my fall 
ones with the deer on them and I stack my plates all pretty. So I put out me, my dishes. Let me just pause you for a second here. Yeah. Are you a person who has your table set all the time? Yeah. Otherwise it's just a blank table and I, you know. You don't ever like have your schoolwork piled up on it? Oh, well, I moved the plates out of the way to pile things on. Okay. Or to actually eat. Like, I don't use the plates that I have to eat. <laughs> this is why this is why I want to talk about it. Because it sounds ridiculous to say. And I was like, well, we got to talk about that. So, I have been blessed from every great-grandmother and grandmother to have... I've got all these dishes. I have them all. I have both sides of the family. Several sets. So... I used, you know, I thought several years ago, I thought, why? I mean, there's just sitting in the closet. Why not pull them out? So right now I have my great grandmother's green, spo uh, green, not spode, um, green willow. Everybody has the blue, but she has the green, which I love that it's a little bit different. So I've got the green willow. And then on top of that is a gold rimmed dessert plate from my grandmother. That's very pretty. And then on top of that is my woodland spud. So it's very fallish in there right now. And I like it. And As then who doesn't even have a table. Right. I'm just, you know, supremely impressed by this. Well, I used to just have a bar stool. I had more room than you had at the cottage, but I didn't have like a kitchen table. I just had an island that I put stools under. So I used to only have two plates that I set. Um but I've got four now. Look at that. I've got a whole dining room. You can see the wood ceiling that it's under. And um, so I'm I'm using the things. Now at Christmas, I will also add, I don't normally put glasses out there, but at Christmas, I will add my collection of the old Santa mugs. I've got some really old ones that have good patina on them and that are so cute. So I love this. You know, I, when my great, great aunt, she, so Ollie was her name. Love that. Ollie lived in That's Virginia. a great dog name. Ollie lived in Virginia Highland before it was Virginia Highland. Mm -hmm. When her sister, my grandmother, Gracie, um, got alzheimer's in the early 80s ollie yeah. moved home from atlanta to live with her sister mm -hmm. um to help take care of her and so when my, when they all, i think ollie passed away before gracie and so when we were moving grandma gracie into the memory care we did a big estate sale and i just had to have ollie's china i love it don't know why but yeah you know, i think i was in the seventh grade sixth grade i had I to love have that ollie. So I, my parents bought it for me. It has sat in several garages. And when my sister got married two years ago and sold her house, I finally said, you know what? It's time to let go of Ollie's China. I'm not Whoa. ever going to, like, I live in 580 square feet and I don't have a table. So I let it go. But I would have kept it for you. Well, listen, as a person... As a person who has appreciated China from a young age, I love this. I think yeah. that's nice. And I do have, I have some friends who do that too, who, yeah. you know, set a table, but I'm like, you don't have one. I get you it. You put all your stuff. Yeah. 
So I also, um, for Christmas, I'm sure we'll talk about this again, but I, on my trip to Creators, I found um, they had on sale. I did get a sale item and not a full price item. I'm so proud of myself. Um, my new modern favorite uh, China people, Jaluska, um, has a really pretty Christmas pattern that I have just four plates for, for the four table settings right here but they had a mug with the reindeer on it. And so it, I'm going to drink out my hot chocolate out of it at Christmas. Now at any point, will you have people over to eat on your channel? I have done that before. I think we should make that a goal. I think so. I think we should Let's make that. that a goal that you should have yep. once a quarter. Oh, okay. You should have folks should over to put actually put the Jesus books down. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we're explicit, so I can say this, but I love to call myself, which is so true. I'm a, I'm a dish whore. I love dishes. They're pretty. I love stacking them and cord. I just love them. I just love it. So, you're right. I should actually use them. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be good. Well, that's fine. Yep. So I, I reset my table this week. Um, and I, I watched college game day ish and I finally figured out why I don't like it. And it has to do with why we are doing what we do is that there are no more stories on there. The, it won every segment, every like 30 minute segment of college game day used to have a piece about a player. Yeah. And they have quit doing that. There may be one for the whole thing. Now they're just wrestlefying it or whatever you called it. <laughs> <laughs> Recification or wrestlefication. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and Pat McAfee it to death. And they don't tell the stories anymore. So where I used to like get connection with these players and want to watch the games after I watch their stories. I don't get that anymore. And yeah. so I really think that's why I'm not happy with it. That's been one of the drawbacks of the new rules in baseball is that right. because the games have moved so much more quickly. Yeah. All these great reporters who all these years yeah. have been able to, you know, plug yeah. in stories during the game. They don't have any time to get their stories in. So what I'm loving about baseball, which to me becomes the story, is when the Braves have like the old players on to commentate. Yeah. To me, that get, brings me just as much joy because they they become the story themselves with their right. inappropriateness, which is always what I love because we're explicit. Um, so I think that's why I don't like College Game Day. I'm not like going to write them and tell them that or anything. But I just miss the stories of it. I mean, we've talked about the girl that they have on there doing the stupid food segments. Not like good food segments, like dumb ones. And they've just and filled it with junk. Yeah. Because, you know, if anybody's ever going to put an Oreo on their head, it's going to be a boy, not a girl. Not a girl. Why don't they have those boys go do those stories? Right. Exactly. Um. So, <laughs> I did slow roasted tomatoes volume two. And when your recipe says forget about them, <laughs> it doesn't, I don't think, mean 
actually <laughs> forget them they got, a little, they got a little crunchy yeah. they got a little oh. crunchy. yeah so i started over on batch 2b there you go did them again yesterday and they're much better okay yeah so i've got a second batch but i was i went back and looked at the recipe to make sure i was doing it on the right temperature like did i put it too high in the oven or something and it literally says in there just forget about them put them in the oven and forget about them and i went nope don't do that how long did you leave them in there um about 30 minutes too long so maybe like the first batch did take about four hours but this was about three and a half i need to start i I set a timer for two and i went in there at two hours and looked and then i did another hour and it it was good so three was it it depends on the size of the tomato these were little so you know there's some factors but they need at least two hours at least so yeah my note for that for this says mandy you can't mess up slow roasted tomatoes katie hold my beer (laughs) because i mess up slow roasted tomatoes and i feel like i have violated like you could be like you know they're more like a sun-dried tomato i would guess no they were no they were crispy they weren't chewy would they be good like on a salad to they add were, like I, okay. I tried it I, I I thought well I hate to waste food I hate it I hate to waste food I don't want to do that but I tried it and some eggs I scrambled some eggs nope not happening huh nope. okay all right listen live and learn nope. live and learn nope 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 um and then I saw on Amazon you know they tease you all the time on all the apps with different things that they think you should buy and most of the time I'm like you know I can avoid it mm-hmm. however a big moo house dress is very appealing to me yeah and so they put one on there which I highly recommend um that I bought I wore it to class the other day too which was great but it's Oxford cloth and I went and put it in my to go hang it and I went why do I have four maybe five uh five Oxford cloth striped dresses I like Oxford cloth as a person who doesn't own an iron same I like Oxford cloth because it wear it's a little easier. It's a little sturdier. Yep. It's a little doesn't wrinkle as easily. A hundred percent. But like Wait, linen or Oxford cloth, because linen's supposed to be wrinkled. Yeah. And Oxford cloth just wears a little easier. If you get in between that, you're in territory where you probably need an iron yep. and that ain't me. And I, I don't I, I iron my sewing. I don't iron my clothes. Which is a whole nother. But I have red stripe Oxford cloth and blue stripe. I was, I was like, what did I do? Why am I buying more Oxford cloth? But I, I like the dress so much. I think I want to go buy more. There's only 20 bucks or something. Anything wrong with this? Anyway, so my closet needs some diversity. And so I'm saving my dollars for some farm Rio. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but also, let's think about like Ina Garten. True. She has, has a uniform that she wears all the time. Like, you know, find something that looks good on you. I guarantee you there's some lady 
your mom's age that you knew in Macon. Oh. Who basically always yeah. wore the same uniform. Yeah. And she looked good. So agreed. I don't see anything wrong with your eyes. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Thank you, Mandy. This is why we do this. This is therapy for us. For sure. And we laugh a lot. <laughs> um, and I will say I am going to follow up on one more thing that's not on here. True South is... Oh, keep forgetting to watch it on Tuesday night. Oh, my gosh. So there's a one more, I think. So I need to go back and watch that today. It is... I appreciate Mandy turning me on to that. I, lo- I already love John T. Edge and um, Wright Thompson very much um but i did not know that this medium existed and it is so good um, i watched um, hot so springs hot spring i want to go to hot springs so badly who knew hot springs was so cool yeah let's go i think that should be definitely one of our stops yeah i really like arkansas in general i used to cover that for my old employer the lizard um who by the way i will just say we don't like to get to whatever on here but um in macon my friends in macon they laid off two thousand people and i just my heart is broken for a lot of my friends that are um former now former employees of the lizard and i'm so sorry and i'm thinking about y'all i hope this podcast can bring you a little joy if you're listening i think some of them are but i just um we love y'all and the lizard can go kick rocks Found sand. Oh, there we so. go. Yeah, oh. two thousand in one day. Gosh, it that's a real. lot of people in Lincoln, Georgia, at one company. Mm-hmm. They called it a bloodbath. Is the text oh. I kept getting? It's a bloodbath today. So oh, it was terrible. That. Yep, it was terrible. Well, okay, on to a better, more fun things that we can make them laugh about and talk about and enjoy. Um, I love Mandy that you are getting us ready for Thanksgiving with your food choices today um so tell us all about what you found for us so i thought i would start with dessert thanksgiving desserts love it so you know a lot of people you know have to have a pecan pie a lot of people have to have a pumpkin pie a lot of people have to have a sweet potato pie like pie 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 love a good pie at the caldwell house so we you know the way it works at the caldwell house is we spent every thanksgiving basically maybe minus one or two um with my mom's parents my nanny and pawpaw who had a farm in fitzgerald say that again nanny and pawpaw nanny i love it nanny and pawpaw nanny and pawpaw i love it johnny bell and haynes moorhead Thank you. There is no more, you know, you talk about me and my cemetery being the most southern thing that that talking about your nanny cutting onions and just saying her name is the most southern thing that you talk about. It's my By favorite. The way, my sister, my sister has told me that my accent on this podcast uh-huh. is much more pronounced than it is in real life. And she says it's because you are more southern. <laughs> so then I become more southern in talking to you. I think we ratchet each other up a little bit. Probably. So anyway, yeah. Nanny Popo lived in Fitzgerald. Uh-huh. Um, Popo had a farm. Um, uh, and that's where we went every Thanksgiving. And Nanny cooked it all. Now my mother 
will proudly tell you she was Betty Crocker, homemaker of tomorrow. Oh, well. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution came to Fitzgerald and did a whole piece on Jane Moorhead. Stop it. Listen, took pictures in Nanny's kitchen, whole nine yards, but she was Betty Crocker, homemaker of tomorrow. My mother did was not. Was there a sash? Did she get a sash? There should have been. There should have been. Instead, there's just an AJC article. Um, but my mother does not like to cook. Like she cooked growing up, but it was like the same four meals in rotation. So Nanny basically did, and mom would be there helping, and my mom can wash a dish. Now, let me assure you. So she would definitely be in there helping, but Nanny was basically doing all of Thanksgiving. And when we got there, there was always a pecan pie because my dad really liked pecan pie. Yep. But it's something good pecan pie. So at some point, the mantle sort of shifted. I started helping, and I did help, and she would let me help cook. And then it just all sort of started shifting over so that all the responsibility was on me. And so at some point, I don't know if I saw it on the Pioneer Woman's blog back in the day Mm. or if I saw it on Food Network or what. I'm going to click on that link. The pumpkin bread pudding. That Bobby oh. Flay, because Bobby Flay and the Pioneer Woman made it in one of those throwdown. Oh, yeah, 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 episodes. yeah. It became the must have dessert for my family at Thanksgiving. Ooh, and really? like, and my sister typically, like, we, we'll eat it. And I'll, as she's eating her first piece, she's already asking me to please make another <laughs> round. I'm just looking at this list of, oh. It is so good. So you make it's got two bread. sauces basically. And I skip the sauce. I only do the the cream anglaise. I don't do the okay. other one. Yeah. I love the um, sauce. So you make the pumpkin bread, you cube it up, you toast it, and then you set that aside. And then so it makes this cream you make a cream anglaise with vanilla beans. Yes. Um, and then you make a pumpkin custard. Which, all of this sounds really intimidating. It's really not. It's fun. And I will also tell y'all that I recently heard Anna Garten say that if you don't want to make a cream anglaise, to just buy some Haagen-Dazs yep. vanilla ice vanilla cream. ice cream and let it melt. Down, and that could be your cream anglaise. Yeah. I will say, having had both, I would recommend the cream anglaise. If you're going to make it once a year at Thanksgiving, you got to yep. go off. Um, but this... It really is like I'm not I don't confession time. I don't even like orange food. I don't like pumpkin. You posted about that. Like don't put pumpkin in my pasta. I love a ravioli with it. Nope. Deep. Deep. No pumpkin. <laughs> no two potatoes. See, I not having it. it. Thank you. Goodbye. And I'll eat them because I'm not three. Yeah. Right, right, right. Except hot lettuce. I don't want any hot lettuce. No. Well, that's wrong. Or soggy bread, unless it's bread pudding. Like wet bread. So that's the other thing. My mom and I both kind of have an aversion to wet bread. So we were sort of never been big bread pudding fans, right? Yeah. So I don't even know why I decided to make this recipe. Pumpkin bread pudding. Like, I don't like anything about this. What am I doing? But I made it, and y'all, it is so good. Okay. It really is so good. Um, And it's, you know, it's a multi-step process. So if you're going to make it, 
like go ahead and read the recipe like you can make the cream on glaze a couple of days before okay you can make the custard part um you know at least a day before maybe two um and so that's typically what i do depending on when i get to wherever the heck it is we're having thanksgiving and i have to cook and that goes back to scheduling and what we talked about last week which is making sure you have that list And not just the list, like the timing of everything, like what day you're going to make what. So I thought I'd eventually share all that with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can't wait. So, um, but yeah, so that's typically, we now typically have Thanksgiving in Nashville. At one point said something about, we should go to New Orleans for Thanksgiving, like do a trip or something. And my uh, 18 year old nephew said, he just looked at me like I was crazy. I I thought about it. And he said, we cannot be somewhere where you cannot cook on Thanksgiving. Oh, that is not the holiday on which we travel. We have to be somewhere where you can cook. <laughs> that is the sweetest, kindest, most Will Caldwell thing I have ever heard in my life. Sister. It pops up on my time hop every now and then that he walked into the Friday after Thanksgiving one yeah. year walked in and he said sis I'm glad Thanksgiving's only once a year because otherwise I'd be obese <laughs> I love it he I love that it. child loves some Thanksgiving so I love it uh, I'm gonna I really want to share the cheese muffin thing because that's uh, next week but my grandmother did not make turkey at Thanksgiving she had something else she made because she she was a big on not repeating things and we were about to have turkey at Christmas. So we did something else at Thanksgiving and a month later we had turkey because she didn't want to so have it funny. twice. That's so funny that she said you had to have it at Christmas and not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. Because we used to have the Thanksgiving meal. Nanny, when Nanny was in charge, we had Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving and at Christmas. Yeah. I had the Ixnay yeah. on having Thanksgiving on Christmas. That is too much. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so anyway, but so um, pumpkin bread pudding is one of our must-haves, and then so so when I first moved to the beach, I wasn't going to practice law anymore. I was going to open some sort of food-related business. Was okay. was my plan? And so, in light of that, it, it all kind of life happens, and so that never happened. But my friend Sarah and I did like a cottage bakery, you know, where you bake at your house and then you sell it via order we had a farmer's market we would go to once a week. we had a business that we started right before thanksgiving several years ago called nosh it was so cute or had a little logo that love it are you still doing that Um, but we did advertise for you we had a great time we had great you know lots of orders for thanksgiving so sarah did um she had a great apple pie and then i did again the person who doesn't like orange food i did a sarah did apple pie and pecan pie and then i did a sweet potato pie but let me tell you all it was it had a ginger snap crust Mm. and then the sweet potato filling Mm. and the topping was like a combination of marshmallow fluff yes and meringue stop it was so good 
Nobody so in my family ginger... likes potato pie, so I have quit making it since Nanny died because she's the only one that would eat it with me. The ginger snap crust, was it like a vanilla wafer crust kind of thing? I knew it. It was so good. Mm. But um I need that recipe, ma'am. It's one I made up, but I'll piece it together for you. I got it from several different locations. Don't um, let any of it say put it in the oven and forget about it. Mess it up. Um, can't mess it up. So but then but then but I love a good pie. Yeah. Um, and so you can start now making a pie crust. Yes. Because you can put those suckers in the freezer and then just pull them out yeah. like the week of Thanksgiving and do the filling and all that. And my recommendation for the best pie crust, my recommendation for the best everything is always going to be Smitten Kitchen. Smitten Kitchen is so good. She is just no fail. She makes it as simple as she possibly can. Um, so if it's a complicated order, you know that it's worth it at the end. Yeah. Um, but so the the one that's going to be linked in the show notes is her pie crust 102. Mm-hmm. Um, she came in a year after she did pie crust 101 and oh, updated yeah. it to make it easier yeah. to make complaints about stuff. Um, but I just would would highly recommend if you're gonna make a pie, if you really want to show off, y'all. And if you're not going to show off with your cooking at Thanksgiving, when are you going to show off with your cooking? Yeah. Go and make the homemade pie crust. So you can, and you can do it now, like go ahead and like make it now. And if it works, then you can throw it in the freezer. If it doesn't work, then no home, no, no harm, no foul. You can just try again. Yeah. So I will share with the world, man, I never like to make dough. I'm always afraid of dough. Like I'll make, cakes like i got cakes a cake to make for sunday for church and brownies whatever i'll do the homemade muffins fine but dough especially yeasty dough for some reason scares the crap out of me um we're explicit so i can say crap um mandy years ago gave me a smitten kitchen um is it the same crust it's a, I don't know if the Gaillette crust is exactly the same as the pie crust, but it's real similar. It's very easy. I made it. I didn't screw it up. So if I can do it, who's deathly afraid and who usually cheats with pie crust, if I can do it, anybody can do it. So I can definitely co-sign on that because Mandy gave me the courage. There you go. So yeah. So, and I don't like what what are your must-have desserts at Thanksgiving? Do y'all have any? So um this is gonna sound weird, but it's not orange, it's yellow. My aunt, um, who I adore, and I think today's her birthday, I need to text her. Um, my dad's brother's wife makes a squash pie. And it's very similar to um sweet potato and or pumpkin. Uh, Mm -hmm. in the flavor profile but it's just i don't know it's just better and maybe it's because she makes it (laughs) so i love that um my one of the my favorite pies is a really really good pecan pie and the key is to add a little bit of vinegar it cuts the sweet because you know those things can be just you know pucker sweet but if you put a little bit of white vinegar in it um it is 
so much better and I love it so much. I make my own whipped cream. Whipped cream is so easy to make. Make your own. Flavor it however you want. I make my own vanilla as well. If y'all have never done that, that's super easy. Maybe we can do a whole thing on like things you can make because you can give that away too. Like we talked about the slow roasted tomatoes. You can um, give vanilla away. It's super easy. Yeah, that's what I always do at Christmas is I always do something that I've made. Yeah, so I love that. So those are my favorite, but like my, uh, I love a buttermilk pie. Oh gosh, I love a buttermilk pie. Um, you know, my family is, I come from a long line of great cooks, which is why my waistline is so hard to control. Um, there's a whole section. We have a family cookbook that I would love, happy to share the recipes with y'all, but those are probably my go-to for the holidays. Um, my grandmother always had ambrosia, but I don't love coconut. Papa loved ambrosia. Yeah. So she always had that. Um, have you ever heard of a Japanese fruit pie? I have not. So Nani used to make a Japanese fruit pie and we all thought we didn't like coconut either. But this pie, it's like a chocolate pie and not like a, not like a cream pie. Yeah. Like a, you know, it's sort of like a brownie texture. Yeah. Almost. yeah. But it also has coconut in mm. it and it also has pecans in it. My sister never liked pecans, but we all love yeah. this pie and we can't really find my sister has found a recipe that is this close. as close to as we can get yeah so i love samoas so it, it's about the texture like just a coconut cake with like raw coconut i don't love i love the flavor i will eat the cake part that's soaked in the coconut milk but i don't love the texture of raw coconut so if it's cooked or if it's covered in caramel i'm down yeah yeah. Japanese fruit pie is good too. Love that. Love that. You should write to Smitten Kitchen and ask her to find it. I saw Smitten Kitchen one time. Stop. In person. You lucky duck. We're in New York and my friend Leslie always laughs at me because either she doesn't know the people who I think are celebrities, like they're soap opera <laughs> stars. I think we talked about that. Yeah, and like, no. be opera famous. Yeah. Either she doesn't know who they are or she doesn't care. Like, Leslie was the assistant to the secretary of the Smithsonian and Oprah, oh. Oprah came in and Leslie was just chill about it. Like, like I think she's a, I love the Smithsonian. Like you need, we need right? to get yeah, that Leslie's hook up because you know, I love a museum more than you do. Yes, you do. Um, but anyway, so Leslie is used to me freaking out as yeah. we walk around New York. Yeah. Yeah. But quietly to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we have been to dinner and we're walking back and we're in the West Village in Leslie's hood and we're walking back and the Smitten Kitchen, Deb and her husband, Alex, um, are sitting at an outdoor, you know, it's like September. Yeah. They're sitting at a, an outdoor table very close to the, it was in, it, it could be enclosed in the weather, yeah. but they were at the very yeah. edge. And I walked by and I was like, <gasps> it's like, that was the Smitten Kitchen. And she was like, who? what are you talking about? But then she's like, I think you need to go back and speak to her. I've never seen you quite um, like this. So I did. I turned and I walked around and I said, Deb and Alex, I don't want to disturb your dinner, but I just have to tell you, I am your biggest fan. You have had, there's not a holiday. Yeah. There's not 
yep. a week that goes by that I don't make one of your recipes. I opened my own bakery and half the recipes were yours. So I just had to say thank you. And I hope y'all have a lovely night. Goodbye. I love it. Like, oh, that's so nice. And yeah, she was yep. very nice. But anyway, that's like that. the biggest celebrity sighting in a long time. That is so cool. Yeah. If I had been there, I would have fangirled with you. Yeah. And yeah. not been like, who the heck is that? Leslie's like, she thinks it's great. She yep. loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I met Oprah. Okay. That's like, like no well, one will ever top the fact that I've met Moses. I had lunch <laughs> with Charlton Heston, just me and him. <laughs> no one will ever top that. Oh, God. The, uh, yeah, Oprah would top that. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah trumps Moses. Yeah. Wild. Is it time for your favorite? It is. It is. So, um, the first one, I don't know why I haven't brought this one to the forefront before. I love a female owned anything, and I love, um, especially a black female owned business. And this girl, um, the company is called Estelle Colored Glass. And um, I will put the website in the show notes. You can buy it at high-end stores all over the South. Um, I don't know how far she extends out from there, but her grandmother's name was Estelle. And she was a glass blower in the low country. She's from South Carolina. And um, I have found it live and in person at um, Two Friends on St. Simons. So Birch, go buy you some Estelle. I'm sure she knows about it. They have it on the bubble bar side. Um, so, uh, but it is just the most beautiful, you know, I said, I'm a dish whore. I'm also a glass whore. They're the most beautiful highball wine, champagne. She also has, um, decanters, cake plates. They are nice pieces. Like, you know, I've given them. I don't, I don't even own any of my own. I've all always bought for other people. Um, but they, um, make great wedding gifts. They make great housewarming gifts. I have given Christmas. They're just beautiful, simple pieces. They come in so many pretty colors right now. She's got like this iridescent, um, glass that is just gorgeous um, she's got them um, that are lighter where you can like see through them. She's got darker glass. Um, there's a real pretty fuchsia. They're gorgeous. So if you've got, um, and I, I like a gift registry for like a bride or something like that, but I also like to find different things that they'll go, Oh, I remember Katie gave me that. Um, you know, and just, know the thought and the love that I had for them at that time because um they're just beautiful pieces so I highly recommend if you can find it locally all over the south Estelle colored glass you can also order it um I would be terribly nervous I'm sure they package it very well but I have met the FedEx and the UPS and the post office people and I don't trust them <laughs> Listen. to deliver glass <laughs> guys my nemesis look he would bust it um but go online and just look around it's just fun to look it's a beautiful business she's a wonderful entrepreneur 
Um, and I just love finding businesses like that and promoting them anyway, but this just happens to be something I'll just love. So maybe for my uh, Christmas present to myself, um, I might get myself some Estelle colored glass. Um, so go check them out. Um, my next favorite thing is fall. I'm loving this weather. I don't know if you even get a fall down there. Or if winter is your fall. Like we had a couple of days where it was like in the 50s. Mm -hmm. We're back to highs in the low to mid 80s. Oh yeah. No, we're in the 70s. We're in the 50s at night. The leaves are changing. Um, I'm up in the foothills. So it's so pretty. Um, I just love this time of year. And not just about football. Um, I do love football as well. Um, but it is just so nice. It's one of the few times of the year in the South. Manny's having some technical difficulties. So one of the few times of the year in the South that you like, you can sit outside comfortably. And so the golden hour is beautiful. I love to pour myself a glass of wine during the golden hour and have a nice snack. We do have Enjoy. the most beautiful epic sunsets. Yes. In the so that's yep mm-hmm. like this morning i woke up and the sky was pink it was just gorgeous so i'm loving fall i'm just loving yeah, this down yeah. here and no, uh, i do love the fact that it's no longer feels like 106 at yes. 6 in the morning so to the extent that that counts as fall yes, yes indeed i do love that there and also go. there aren't 111 people which is this is the time of year i should come visit you because this is when i like to be at the beach when nobody else is there i don't like the summer i you know is this is my time um so the other thing that i have found is that i've forgotten how much i love a prank um we're gonna have to diverge on this too i'm afraid but keep going okay um, it started when I was younger and I used to, um, back before they made a bunch of rules about camp and they took all the fun out. We used to pull pranks on each other every summer. I mean, the dumb ones, like going to buy a thousand crickets and put it in the boys bathroom or putting saran wrap over their toilets or Vaseline on the handles or planting trees in their sinks or taking everything out of the director's cabin and putting it on the roof, you know, just crazy stuff, nothing harmful or that would break anything, just fun. And this week, and I'm not, I can't go too much into it, but someone really got me and I, I forgot how much I just love it. So I've got that person back and I've got the long game for another prank um, for that particular human that um, they don't have any idea, but I'm going to okay. do it. it That's it's, good. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's because I love a challenge. I love a competition. I don't want to be beat. Like it, it motivates me. Um, when, when they pulled the initial prank, I was like, oh, you can't beat me. And so I think it goes back to that, that um, real competitive side that I have. Which and, would make sense as to why I don't like it. Right. I don't ever like to be like, and when I was a child, I had, when I tell you, I had no sense of humor. I mean, I had no sense What happened? Of you have a great one now. It is not funny. Do not laugh at me. 
Well, this was like a slow. So they, it was a long haul burn and I finally realized what was happening. And I was just, I mean, it was, I was astonished and mad as hell all at the same time. And it was great. I loved it. Yeah. See, no, I would be like, oh no, no. Oh yeah. yeah, You got to really know the person to do it, but I just, it was good. So I've got lots of things in the works. And so, um some of which I may need your help with Mandy. So um, we'll see, but it's fun. It's fun. I forgot how much I like that. So if that's your thing and you haven't done it in a while because you're a full grown adult, do it. I love, you know, I used to love when people turned 40. I don't know how it was in making when you were growing up, but when we were growing up, if somebody turned 40, then, you know, somewhere between their house and their work or school, was a big sign yep lordy lordy jane's 40 yep um my parents sunday school class used to pass around a flock of pink flamingos like i went with them like in the middle of the night (laughs) was a child to flamingo people's houses yeah see now that's fun but then i also would have gotten nervous if i was the one doing the flamingoing because i was breaking a rule and i don't Um, like to break rules yeah I would never do anything. What I'm saying, lame. Well, I would never do anything to destroy property. I would never do anyone anything to intentionally hurt someone's feelings like that. If that happened, I would be like, "Ooh, I mean, I that's not my my style." But just a fun, yeah, that I can get. I'm down for it. Yeah, that I can get behind. Oh yeah. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to bring to the forefront is one of my favorite things is, um, I'm having Harry Potter week. Nice. I don't do scary things. Yeah. Me they show up in my dreams and then I get scared in the middle of the night and I can't sleep. And I'm at the age where sleep is, um, an absolute must. Yeah. And yeah. Anything I can do to help myself sleep and not hurt my sleep is what I'm going to do. So I've been a Harry Potter fan since the books came out. My little sweet little cousin, who's 10 years younger than I am, back in the day, gave me the first book. And the first time I started reading it, I was so confused. I was like, what's a muggle? I don't get it. But after I watched the first movie, I got it. Oh, you didn't get it. You had to wait for the movie to get it? I visually could see it. I'm a visual person. And so once I saw the movie, I was like, I get it now. And so then I read every single book back to back. Um, My fella at the time said, it's like you're reading the encyclopedia. What are you reading? Because they're like 800 pages. But I love Harry Potter. Unfortunately, but correctly, I'm a Hufflepuff. Everybody wants to be a Gryffindor. I'm a Hufflepuff. I was just listening to Shocker, the Kelsey podcast. New Heights. New Heights. Uh, and they had a um somebody wrote in and said, which NFL players are in which Harry Potter house? house? Because Jason Kelsey also loves Harry Potter. Yes, he does. He does. He he asked, yes, Travis. He said, Well, Travis, do you know which house? harry potter was in and travis said the magic house <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh, but he oh. got somebody in the next week somebody wrote in and said that jason was a hufflepuff and you want to talk about pissed off he was so offended <laughs> well i was kind of offended but i've taken it twice now just to make sure because i was offended the first time 
I don't know what part of my answer is Hufflepuff, but I'm a Hufflepuff. That's so funny. I can't remember. I've done it, but I don't remember. I, so because I don't like scary, I mean, even the commercials right now are scaring the crap out of me and I'm tired of it and I hate them and I watch commercials through my fingers. Um, so I do Harry Potter instead. And that's fine. You can do Harry Potter. Yep. And Hocus up Pocus. Until, up until it gets a little scary that last those last two movies yeah, i have to watch those during the day i can't watch yeah them. yeah um but no i love there's nothing yeah. more i love than what that story. first that first movie when he's first getting to hogwarts and, yeah, well in the very first scene of every movie is my favorite yeah so the, the very, very first, first scene, scene of every movie yeah. that's my favorite so in the first scene of the first movie dumbledore uses the deluminator that he yeah. then later you don't see it the whole rest of the time until yeah. he gives it to ron weasley after he dies it's just spoiler alert, dumbledore dies <laughs> um, it's so good i asked my nephew one time if he liked harry potter because i thought we could chat about it and he's very literal like a couple other people in my life and he's very um like black and white and literal and he looked at me like i had grown a horn out of the top of my head and he was like no it's about magic and i'm like <laughs> it's not just about magic although i want a wand right it was like what is wrong with you because <laughs> he was born an 85 year old man yeah yeah. um but anyway so it's harry potter week so i'm loving it i'm loving I it like that. i made it through two but i had to stop because you know i had baseball to watch so right. today is going to be three and maybe four we'll see if i can get two in today do it it's funny i almost turned it on after uh the kelsey brothers were talking about it yeah uh, on those podcasts i was listening to i was like yeah. oh, i need to tell harry well and how and so that that's my favorites i hope you enjoy my favorites but we're great to try to transition to what we're going to be talking about next week um and scary things halloween's coming up but halloween is my favorite holiday for one reason i don't have kids i was not able to have children and halloween is the only day that i can sit still on a porch with a bowl of candy and cute babies come to me and i love it i love handing out that's candy my nice. friend lets me come to her house and we hand sit on the porch and we throw candy at children and we go oh my gosh you're so cute what's that road right. in macon where they bring trailer loads full of children to uh, ridge avenue ridge, yes. ridge avenue. yep so they block the street off and you can walk up and down um that is too many people for me so I don't people that much. Yeah. So it her house is perfect. So I just sit on the porch. We may or may not have an adult beverage. And we order um, appetizers. And we drink our adult beverage. And eat our appetizers. And watch the cute, cute little children come to us for candy. I love that perspective. And we make them twirl. It's great. Like it's great. Yeah. And she um, is also a foster mom. And she's got a new foster baby. And she's got two little toofies on the bottom. And I cannot wait to meet her. Um, so, Fine. yeah. So, I'm real excited about Halloween. And it's the only, one of the few days that the tiara is not implied. So, that will yeah. be broken out as well. So, I'll take my tiara over there. So, Halloween's on Tuesday. Yep. And I spent the night there. 
because I have a cemetery here and I just don't want to be here. Um, okay. Because I have a cemetery. I am Miss Jenna has a meet and greet tomorrow. Yay. Hope is if it goes well, she will go home with said meet and greet people. Do they have other dog or do they meet the requirements that you were hoping for? They have another dog and her name, she's a whiner on her. Her name is Madonna because of course it is. Jenny and Madonna. Will they rename her something like, I don't know, Cher? I don't ask that. I was like, well, they didn't rename Madonna. Why would they rename Jenny? I love um, they had and Betsy when she was telling me about Madonna. She said, now in fairness, they didn't name Madonna. However, they did name their previous wine Billy Bob. <laughs> I think that sounds like the perfect place for Jenny. Listen. They have um, scratching now. (laughs) So they have uh, 10 acres, three Um, acre fenced in. Look at that. Um, And I had a phone conversation with them last week and really liked them. Good. So they are driving over here uh, tomorrow and uh, we're going to borrow Susie's backyard. um, And so they can, Madonna and Jenny can meet and be off leash she is just rolling around over here yeah she's a big girl uh, she's very tall she went and uh had a spa day this morning so she's all clean and fresh and ready to roll so i cannot wait to hear um you know i didn't even mention auburn football because it's so sad but we actually have a chance to win this weekend mississippi state so Uh, it's also Georgia Florida weekend, so that should be fun. I knew that. So I have to tell you, I have to give a shout out to my friend Casey, who Casey. also lives in St. Hey, Simon's. Casey. Casey makes beautiful cookies. Casey okay. Mo cookies. You can Love follow that. her on Instagram. We will and give me her th- her put her information in the notes, and we'll I will do we'll it. Add it. I will do it. She um of course is very busy before Georgia Florida. I'm sure that place. Um, talk about the fall and not wanting to go somewhere. Katie right? just does not want to be in St. Simons this weekend. And and to top it off, Casey's a big Georgia Tech fan. Ooh. So for her to have to make all these cookies yep. is a real sacrifice of love. Yep. Um. But so she's you know started obviously when you have so many orders you have to start early and so she started um I think it was last weekend. Yeah. It might have been last week so anyway she listened went back and listened to all the podcast episodes <laughs> like that is the row. sweetest thing i've ever heard and she said that it was so great it was just like having us sitting there chatting with her while she was working which is so. what we want that's what what we're hoping for i've got exactly. several i've got a okay i'm gonna cuss are you ready for this i can handle it so my St. Simon's girlfriends on here, you have um, one fun name for yours. So mine is um, Cheers Bitches, because when we have wine, we cheers bitches. Yeah. Well, my, my St. Simon's thread is just the peaches. Okay. Well, we're Cheers Bitches. My so maybe we should the get the Cheers one. Bitches and the Peaches, and the peaches together. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they know each other. I'm sure they do. Yeah. So we should have a St. Simon's soiree um, and i also may have had a text 
from our friend Brooker. <gasps> really? We need to have her on. We say okay. that every week, but we have got to, we need to set that up. So I we'll work on that. We after. Would, I thought maybe we would have her maybe if we were going to do some sort of gift guides. Yeah. She oh, she'd be great. Some kid gift guides yes. for us. She's the only one of us, of the three of us with children. Right? I think that sounds great. Oh, that'd we be a good do idea. That. Let's yeah. do that. Because I'm sure she has spare time with her three children and her full-time job and her high-powered husband husband and her high-powered job and I stayed with them when I traveled for Geico one time and it was just like stepping back into our old selves it was beautiful and her husband is real sweet I love her husband um he uh, she snagged her a cute little younger man and he whenever we're in the same room together he's like what is this has happened what is this poor boy's from wisconsin he didn't yeah, know what he doesn't know he had no clue hmm. um but anyway so they're um i always love anytime i can get with brooker so we need to make that happen and For i sure. think a trip to st simon sounds like a plan mine I'm were always, asking me the other day when i was I'm coming back I, said, I don't know so we'll figure that out too i'm always Any other ideas that. that y'all have please let us know please yeah for sure yep. For sure. All, All right, right Mandy. Friends. Look, we we came in on two wheels, but we 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 did all right today. I think we did. We did some good things. I'm telling y'all, um, all you St. Thomas people, go. I'm sure you go to two friends anyway, but go to two friends. Go to the bubble bar side and look at the prettiest still glass. Still color glass, my favorite. All right, have a good week, y'all. We all love right. you, Brooker. Love you, Brooker.